we. Hey, welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm Stacey Static, and of course, we're brought to you by the Hester Group. More on that in a minute. But you know what? Today, I have a very special guest. Now, you have seen him all around doing his thing. He's a speaker. He's a motivational speaker. He's a coach. He's an author, and he's an entrepreneur. He's my good friend, Karan Bolden. We'll be speaking to him in just a minute. But I got to tell you about the Hester Group. They have a 12-year proven track record of success, so contact them if you're in need of a person to handle your serious car accident case. You've been involved in a serious car accident, they can handle that. Uh, If you have a workman's comp claim, they can file that for you and they can help out if you have a legal issue, a criminal legal issue that you need representation for. Make sure you contact the Hester Group today at 314-652-4321. But remember, the choice of an attorney is an important one. It should not be based solely upon advertisement. Also, a shout out to our media partners over at Unheard Media, JP CEO and the gang. Thank you for supporting us here at the Static Podcast. And make sure you reach out to our other sponsor, Danita Smith over at My Blooming Health. It's a mobile blood drawing service. You need a discreet in-home paternity test or you've got doctor's orders to get your blood drawn. She can do it all for you right inside your own home or your place of business. Make sure you contact Danita Smith today at mybloominghealth.com or at My Blooming Health here on Facebook. As I promised, my special guest today is Mr. Karan Bolden. He used to do the midweek motivation for me on the radio, and he's here, you know, so we can get caught up. I ain't seen you in a minute, Karan. I ain't seen you. You've been running from me. You've been running from I ain't been running from you. You just be in places I don't go. (laughs) So say that for another conversation. Yeah, no, we'll never do that. We'll never do that. We we discussed that offline. Yeah. So what's been up with you, brother? Man, I've been good. I've been I've been good. I've been uh, my voice is a little. <clears throat> so really speaking to the microphone. Yeah, for yeah. Me, my voice, voice is a little. little bit, <laughs> but I say just enough for you because I I I, I want to thank you so much, Stacey, because you have been a great part of my the the developmental process of my career, my oh, speaking career actually. I love it. Can I tell you a quick story? Yes. Can I, I can be transparent. Absolutely. Right? So one of the things about being a speaker is that you can talk too much mm. and be very long winded. Oh. And so with Stacy, when I would come into the radio station, we had the midweek motivation that mm-hmm. she gave me. I stalked you down. We'll tell that story. Oh my goodness. I stalked you down <laughs> to get that radio segment. <laughs> we'll say that for later. Stacy wasn't rocking with me at first, but now she's a good friend of mine. <laughs> Yeah, I, okay, wait, yeah, wait. Go, let me go okay, back. Okay, I'll let you tell your side. I what? won't say that I wasn't rocking with you, uh-huh. but you have to understand, being in the position that I was in, I was always getting approached by people who wanted my help or who wanted to use my platform for things. And I have to really weed people out to see where they are. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know what kind of characters you're coming up with. So sometimes it does take a few chances. And it's not like I had anything personal against you. But I just, I was like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I had to ask around, see how it felt. It felt like you had a personal thing. No, it's never. Just know, it's never personal. It's always just, let me see. No, you know what? The thing about it that I've learned, though, is that when people take things personal and they get that one no, that show you didn't wanted in the first place mm. so i kept as you see i kept asking <laughs> you like stacy please please let me let me let me just try it. let's try it and she tried it out and we had the the, the the midweek motivation but the thing that you helped me on mm-hmm. was help me get to the point oh. so i've learned how to do like sound bites and get straight to the point yeah. and it helps my audience because like most speakers they talk too much they right. take like they'll say like Oh, uh, and one more thing. And then they talk and they're like, oh, yeah, get, get ready to close this out. Oh, and then one more thing. It's like, man, that's you said that five times. Right. With you, I've learned to get straight to the point and people appreciate that. So thank you. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. I love that. You got thank me media you. ready. You got me media I ready. I love you it. Know? And a little training. It yeah. was like, it was like a sensei, though. It was like, you know, why? Yeah, you were chopping me down and you kind of mean, what up? No. Yeah, <laughs> Is that right? No, nah, so, you weren't mean. You was direct. The word direct. That's what I should have said. Direct. Thank you. I Is that am the that. right word? Direct. Am I direct, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> See? He seconds that notion. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. I, I, I cut straight to the point. I ain't got time now. Come on now. Right, chop, right, chop, right, chop. Right. Anyway, so you, you've been doing your thing. You've got another book. Did I see another book? You got yes, two. I, okay. You yeah, got I got it. another book. It's called The Greatest Year Ever. Yes. And uh, The Greatest Year Ever is a, is a is the energy that you've probably been feeling on me uh, when we walked in before we got online. Yes. I got this new energy on me. You got this new energy on you. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we've gone back and forth in the past, you know, yeah. privately, where we had to, had to tell you calm down. Yeah, no, you did. I, my personality type that I have is yeah. like, I don't know why, but if I had to be honest, it was more of a people-pleasing type of uh, attitude, right? 
Okay. People pleasing. Not, is that is that what I don't you would call use, it? I, yeah, I just get direct to it. Okay. People pleasing, meaning not no, not butt kissing. Not not. That, no, 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 no. But I care about what people have to say about me. Yes. So that's what I say. Okay. Okay. So I used to care. So. If somebody say, oh, you got on a blue shirt today. You shouldn't wear that to the this event. I go in the car and I put on a change. And then they're like, oh, man, you know, you Karan Bolden. You're supposed to, I don't expect you to see you in the suit today. Then I go outside and change. Not to that degree. I'm just giving you an example. I would <laughs> right, never right, do right, that. Right, right, right. But what I, I learned is, is that if you keep trying to be what everybody else wants you to be, you'll never be who you are called to be. Hello. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm direct. I'm more direct. I still got a little bit in me, just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I still yeah. read some comments sometimes. Somebody tick me off or whatever. But other than that, I, I've learned that I got to be happy with myself. And you know what? I think that the comments will stop once they see that you're comfortable in your skin. Yeah. That's what's amazing. Or, or like, can I give you another one? If what's you get, that? I, I didn't been petty a few times. Oh my I? God. Yeah, you yeah. actually respond no, to the haters. No, no, I didn't, no. I didn't. I didn't kick back a few times. Oh, a you had times. a few times? Yeah, a few times. I've learned to delete, but it, it feels good for me. It's a form of uh, therapy for me. You know what? I can't even front. Have I'm you not, said, have, yeah. you never, have you ever done that? Yeah, somebody said something because I left a comment on somebody else's page and I said, can you give me context? And somebody came behind me and said, he don't owe you context. You know what it is. Da, 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 da. I said, I didn't say he owed me shit. So, oh, you know, I had to. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know this girl. And, of course, she got a private page. And then I feel bad because now I'm arguing with somebody with 900 followers. And I got and mine. And now you looking And crazy. here I go because you know what I'm saying. But I was like, you will not, ma'am. With your funny looking self. But you know, it's always See, there the go that direct. With... See? See? But no, it's always, and I'm sorry, little person, but it's always the people with the private pages and too much makeup. And, yeah. And all, it's, it's something wild about them that feels like they can come to you anyway. So it's just like, most of the time, I'm just like, <laughs> and, you're not getting points today. And you know what is so crazy? What I found is, is that they only come out when you start getting happy. Oh, yeah. If you if you down and depressed, they don't got nothing to say. Never. They, a matter of fact, they'll be like, if you say, man, I don't feel too good today. It's just one of them days. Everybody, I'm just hurt. They'll come in, sis, get up. I mean, why you got, you can you can get up. You supposed to, they want to be the encourager at that point. But if I'm happy, now you want to bring me down. So which yeah. one you want to, you just want to control the situation. And I found out I'm not responding back. I might get petty a few times, but a lot of, this, this is one of the bis, big, big misconceptions about what it is that I do. People see me as a motivational speaker, but they don't understand I'm also a businessman too as well. Okay. So sometimes they'll say, oh, he's the positive guy. He's positive, positive, positive. At the same time, I'm still, you know. You, yeah, you still working your stuff on yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not all the time positive 24-7 and I have, my, I have my things that I deal with. And if you think you could just come into my space yeah. and just take that energy. And, and for the longest time, Stacey, I, I used to let people come take that energy from me. Uh, I, I would respond back to him, hop in the DM. Uh, one time I was riding in the car and I did a video or something like that. And dude said, oh, man, uh, yeah, you're really irresponsible. You're a leader and you don't have your seatbelt on. And I'm like, oh, God. bro, like, <laughs> I've never I've never talked to you. You've never liked anything. You never commented. And, and the first time. And so, you know, I used to let that bother me. And so my book, The Greatest Year Ever, is really just about that reset, letting go of those things and being mature about understanding how to deal with success and understanding that when you have that platform for success mm -hmm. and for leadership and you have a voice, there are going to be people that's trying to diminish that voice. And you it's up to you to, to decide how you respond. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I think a lot of times that we we give our power over, like you said, you came and you, you would let people take your energy away or come yeah. in and affect it. And what I, it's interesting that we're having this conversation because I see this problem a lot with men mm -hmm. when men are trying to um especially men who who come up a certain way mm -hmm. do you find that to be true it, it seems like if you come from an urban background mm -hmm. um because i can't just say black men because I, I i i'm thinking of a, a white gentleman i know that i think has the same sort of issues dealing yeah. with things like that um do you find that to be true? Is well, that something I think that it comes. I think most most men, um, particularly like African American, um, or even even if it's not African American, have some type of validation issues with their father. So when you think about you never getting that validation and you get in a place of success and you're getting a bunch of validation, you really don't know. You don't want it to ever leave. Oh. You don't never. It feels too good. It feels too good. Yeah, it feels okay. good. And a lot of people can take that and it can turn into arrogance. 
where I've seen people that go up because you know in entrepreneurship and in any type of platform you got ups and downs and I've seen them not know how to handle when the applause stop because people clapping for you clapping at some point in time their hands gonna get tired yeah they, exactly and so we oh they're not clapping so much so they start doing anything for clout they start chasing clout they start doing things that's not them and uh, I can't necessarily say I've done that per se because I've never been that type of person but I can say that I have to deal with not getting that validation and it all comes from not having your dad around it comes from getting the rejection from not having that mentor or every almost almost i don't want to discredit all the mentors that have helped me so right. shout out to all the mentors that have helped me i don't right. want to say nobody will never help me yes i've had some great great brothers that have came in my life and helped me but what i'm saying is is growing up right. up until that point every single uh black man that i ever had come in my life they either passed away uh, abandoned me or just never stuck to their word. And gotcha. so I think that that validation that you get from being successful when you had a platform, you kind of don't, you don't ever want it to leave. No? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I, I wonder. I mean, I think that it's. What do you think that it is? I don't what, know. From your observation. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting that answer from you. you. No. No, it's a real no, answer. No, no, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I think that that's, that's definitely true for you. Uh -huh. But I, I just see that it, it seems to be an issue with men, like you said, they have a, um, a validation issue. They want to be validated constantly, or mm -hmm. they they have this need yeah. to be uh, recognized for something. But a lot of times what I see is that some people don't even do anything to be recognized, nothing positive anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's yep. a problem, too. And then, uh, and, and then, like you said, an ego. It's like put the ego aside and leave <laughs> all of that alone. But we, it's very difficult to do. I think that anybody who's ever worked in entertainment has an ego. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you, you've well, stated you, before, you started as, a, as an entertainer. You yeah, started well, as a rapper. Well, the thing about ego is that it, it's a lot of drive and action in it. So you get results from having an ego. Anybody right. that does not have an ego, you don't get results. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's like, oh, go ahead. You first. Like, that type of attitude is not going to get you anywhere. Right. No, we, we got to take. No, you, no this, this, is, this is the business this is the business world. This is the business industry, music industry. It's sharks in the water. And right. If you get in, you either a shark, right, or either you jumped in and your your foot is cut and you're gonna get bit. No, <laughs> period. Yeah, and they can smell that blood a, while, a mile away if you got weakness in you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that even with my brand, sometimes I think people have taken, and I know people have taken my kindness for weakness, and I allowed them to do that. I can't allow that anymore. So that's the energy that you're feeling on me. But that, but that's another thing. I mean, it's just like that. That there, there's that. The man battling the perception uh -huh. of weakness. Yeah. That's a big, and I think that that is an issue with black men. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and yes, I, definitely. That's, that's I agree a, with that. It's a battle. It's just like nobody wants to be perceived as being weak, and it's like I think we need to redefine what weak is because. Mm -hmm. There's no problem in showing vulnerability or showing that you are not good at something or showing that you're having a problem with something. And I think that as as men of color, I think that there's a great deal of pressure to always show strength and to not show weakness. And it's mm -hmm. just like, stop looking at it as weakness mm -hmm. and look at it as growing. It's yes. a growth stage. And I would definitely say, I'll tell anybody, I'm a very emotional man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm very emotional. Yeah, you want emotion, I'm... <laughs> I'm emotional. I am. Most, I'm, but it took me to talk about it in my last book to right. understand who I am. And what you're talking about, I'm talking about in my book. I'm redefining on what manhood looks like. Yeah. You know? I think that's important. No, because, you you know, if you some people are just wired to be emotional. And the same thing that could be looked at as a weakness is my strength. Because being emotional as a motivational speaker, yeah. I win big. Right, right. A person that's not emotional and you get up on stage and you just share a story, you're not going to beat Karan Bolden. Yeah. Because it's an emotional thing. So people that are emotional are very, very good speakers. Yes, They're absolutely. very good they're entertainers. I mean, entertainers yeah. are emotional. Yeah, you have to show emotion. Yeah. You can't be a monotone speaker and really rouse the crowd. Yeah, it's not, exactly. It's and not so going to happen. It, it just, when I'm in certain dynamics, it, I feel that's the same thing that makes me strong is the thing that in the other settings can make me be viewed as weak. Mm -hmm. And so I've understood, I've understand now when to turn that on because right. when I'm with the people, I'm going to be vulnerable and be 
you know, transparent and be me, mm -hmm. uh, the original me. And then when I'm in a boardroom, I cannot. Uh, quite you can't do show that. that. No, you gotta. You no, gotta, you no. Gotta talk, talk in the down. boardroom, it's about like I've learned that I used to try to build relationships in boardrooms. When I when and when you're in boardrooms, it's time to close deals. Exactly. If you're in a boardroom, it's time to close a deal. It's not time to he he. You should have did that on the golf course. Yeah. You should have did that at the at the happy hour. Yeah. When you're at the meeting talking about the deal, I need to be very serious with you because I need to. I need you to understand that I'm not on the menu. Like right. you're not about to eat me. I'm a. <laughs> we're gonna eat together, but you. Oh, well, I'm gonna eat you, but you. We ain't gonna. You ain't gonna. I'm not gonna get eaten. Nobody's getting. Nobody's eating me. Nobody's okay. eating. That's ego. That's the ego. <laughs> that's, that's the ego. That's, that's, that's ego. that rapper coming out. <laughs> that's that former rapper coming out. If you're just now joining us, I have motivational speaker, entrepreneur, businessman, author, Karan Bolden. You like all them types. See, See that? you're so ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my God! You're doing I to, this. I have to deal with your ego. It's an, uh, you. I don't have an ego. Stop it. it it's entertainment. We all do. It's in. Yeah, we do all have an ego. <laughs> it's <laughs> entertainment. It is entertainment. So when are you off? Um, what does that look like when you're off? Are you ever off? You no, seem off now. You seem a little bit more relaxed than the last time I saw you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm off. I've learned that as I get older, you know, one of the big things about ego is that it wants to outwork everybody. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I, I don't want to outwork anybody. I want to outhire everybody. Oh. <laughs> I want to outhire. I, I don't want to outwork you. I want to outhire you. Oh. I, like while you're outworking, I'm going to hire other people to go do some major damage in the business world. Oh, I, okay. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, we, we tend to want to work so, so hard. But it's at the cost of what expense? Your mental health and well-being. Mm -hmm. Because you constantly always work and work and work and work and working when somebody else is just being smarter than you. Mm -hmm. And they'll put a team together and they're going to beat you all, yeah. all day long. And that actually happened when I had my recording studio at the St. Louis Mills. Mm -hmm. we, just, we weren't the best studio. We didn't have multi-million dollar equipment and all that. But we were the best studio only because I had people that were highly qualified. We didn't have the money at the time. I'll right, tell you that. right, right. But these people, we all had one vision. We had one one goal, and that was to be able to help people. Right. Empower people. And by us doing that, we this recording studio has helped me work with major corporations just because the energy was there. And we weren't trying to outwork everybody. We were just trying to work together. And so, you know, I, I say I'll hire everybody, but really just going back to the original person that I am, really, really kind of outserving everybody too. Yeah. So not even just hiring and bossing it up. The original me was really, really focusing on like serving. But then I learned as I kept serving and that's like free, you start to become the free person. Yes, so, exactly. I don't want to do that you know, I ain't got no money for the, you know, <laughs> I ain't got no money for the recording studio, man. But I heard you positive. You know, you hook my homie up. Can you? <laughs> and so people start to look at you that way. And so if there's anybody listening right now, there's a lot of people and I'm feeling, I'm starting to get excited. There's some people that's listening. You have a lot of talent. You have a lot of resources. You have a lot of connections. And you don't understand how to turn and monetize your brand. Mm. And if we could talk about that at some point in time, off offline or whatever. Yeah. I, I think people are frustrated right now. The people that I've, I've been coming in contact, they're frustrated because they have this talent. They have this gift. But they don't know what to do with it. they like, what in the world? I know all these people, but how do I monetize my brand? How do I get money off this? Like, yes, everybody knows me, but the pressure is just so, so hard because I'm not making money off of this. And there is a way to be able to make money off of your social capital. Okay. So you started that conversation. Go, go oh, into gonna, it. Oh, okay. All it right. is something. Before we, let's, let's table that for a okay, second. Go ahead, because. Go ahead. You said something because you said the original me. Mm -hmm. So when do you think that you got off of the original you? Um, and I could be in defense defense mode right now, you know. And I, I like your podcast because I would never give anybody this this side of me. So you you're the only person that's gonna get this from me. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> but if I had to be honest, you know, um, I live in Phoenix, Arizona now. I come back probably once a month, um, once a quarter, once a month. And um, when you start putting yourself out there, it seems like everybody wants to pull and tug on you and blame you and criticize you. And it's like, every time well, I when do you, it, When you say put yourself out there, when you start sharing personal sides of yourself? No, you mean, when, you, when you just out there just in a public public light. I, I, I've spoken to over, across the country, about 500,000 people. So like, you're on display. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand, like, I'm not, some of this stuff that I talk big. So sometimes I'm talking big, but I've, Really, when I get off the camera or whatever, I really don't feel like I could do that at times. I'm just talking in faith. 
Oh, okay. And so now you got to step up and do what you actually said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that could be a very difficult thing, Stacey. Oh, yeah, I know. You know how it is. And yeah. then you got the image of what you did last time. Yeah, I probably got a big contract then, but that don't mean that I got it right now. I could have right. took that money and tried to do something with it, and then it didn't work. So now I got to go and put out this image like I got it all together, and I might not have it all together. And so okay. you know how that go. You know right. how it goes. And I don't, but we've talked about that before. Yeah, no, and I just, I, I think there's so many people that don't want to let the mask, take the mask off, and I just feel like at the place that I'm at right now, I just want to be transparent. Like, we don't got it together. People's lives are not together. Everybody can post online, social media. Hey, if you want to have a bad day or you reserve or you in defense mode, just say that. Just just be honest with people. And I, I feel like I'm in therapy. You didn't set me up. I, <laughs> I'm in therapy. Am I in? <laughs> I'm in. You didn't set I me up. I am so proud of you. You proud of me? I am. I'm in therapy. I just saw oh. growth, y'all. No, I'm tired. I just, that's gross. Hey, Stace, I'm tired of- Oh, I wish I had a gift for you. You do? I do. Oh. Oh, Chris, you just don't know. My heart is, my heart, I'm complete. No, I think- Because this is something I have, I have fussed at him about. No, you have. No, I think people will, you know, the very things that we try to hide are the very things that can make us connect with our audience. Mm -hmm. Try to act like everything together, like stop it. Cut it out. Yeah, motivational speaker, and you can do anything you want to. And it's like, but you, but, and you can, and there's, there's, there's something to, there's a story to be told. And I understand that pressure too. Cause yeah. it's like, I always say, oh, you know, I love giving relationship advice, but I ain't married. So who going to listen to me? But that's not true because I, it's like, I've been in relationships. I made those mistakes and I know how to speak to people. So why wouldn't somebody, you know what I'm you saying? Know and, that, and that's, you that's know what's so crazy. I had to took a, a college course one day and a psychologist, she was a, she was like uh, in psychology. And she said something that was profound. She said, whatever people um, are expert in, experts in, that's what they deal with. So if you're talking about all money and finances, that means you was broke, broke, broke it and broke, <laughs> and broke it and broke. You want to talk about relationships? The that reason that you became right. an expert is because you went through it and you continuously go through it. Like, right. it, it ain't just over. Like, so I talk about resilience a lot. So, like, I go through a lot of stuff in resilience. I talk about dreams. My dreams go up, they go down, it's all over the place. But I think that social media has made it where people feel like they got to always be up. And I'm not saying from a branding and marketing point of view, because that's my background, I'm not saying you want to get there and show all of your business. Like, because you do have a brand. If people keep saying you're complaining all the time, that is negative on your brand. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is be open and be transparent and uh, don't let everybody know every single thing that you're doing. Like, even right now, I don't really post about me and my family as much. If you go down my timeline, I don't post because that's, that's, that's something sacred for me. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. what you show people, they can attack. And that's more, that's more valuable to me. I don't have to, everybody try to do this image. Like, can I, I'm just being transparent. People want to post online, I'm my family, my relationship. I look at us, this, that, and other. Y'all arguing when y'all got in the car, quit playing. Y'all like, can't stand each other for real. Like, yeah, like, let's stop that. Like, why do we even feel like we have to take the picture and post that online? Because people have to feel, like you said, it's a validation issue. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't matter. You can be a millennial, you can be a grown-ass 50-year-old man. Yeah. If you have validation issues, then you're going to use this, New or for positioning, technology. or for positioning yeah. a persona. Yeah. And I'm I'm not saying that that that's not real. Like, you know, I'm not saying that that your relationship's not real. I'm not saying your business is not real. I'm not saying your branding and your marketing you ain't doing it big. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is when you overindulge in like that type of activity where you feel like you have to post. Like, if you into it, don't post. Just don't post that day. Like, don't. Yeah. If you into it, don't post that day. That's fake. But, but, some, but that's some fake people... to your that's fake to your mate too. But some people, even that, even still, even people post because they want that validation. They do. Every they just, post is, almost every post is about validation. And I understand that, but it's like, it's a way for it to be done. I yeah. mean, I think that people just, it's like, yo, you should, first of all, <laughs> if this is where you getting your validation, <laughs> you need to take up a hobby, learn how to knit, yeah. knit a blanket, yeah. get validation that way. I mean, whatever you... Learn how to bake some cupcakes. Make the most fires. You know what? You gotta. You gotta. Really, what I learned is you gotta validate yourself, though. That's where. That's where you cannot put that control in anybody's hands. Nobody. Period. Period. Some people put that validation from their kids. Like. I like, see that a lot too. Yeah, yeah, like they kids. But let me tell you what happens with. I see a lot that with women too. Um, they put their dream into like I just want to make sure my kids is good. They never work on themselves. And what happens is, is when their kids go off to college and they get out the house, they be going through like a midlife crisis. They have no they don't idea know what, what their, to do. Their identity, their very identity was stuck in me helping my kids. Your kid's going to leave you one day. Yes. 
you need to work on yourself now. You can do both simultaneously. You don't yeah. have to do like, oh, I'm go my dream, I'm gonna leave you down, or I'm gonna go for you and then leave my dream. Don't ever give up your dream. Don't ever stop working on yourself. Because a matter of fact, the more you work on yourself, the more you're actually helping your kids. Yeah, because they see that in they you. They see the growth in you. Yeah. But I see so many great, amazing women that put themselves on the back burner. Like if you get them a thousand dollars, right? If somebody was to give you a gift of a thousand dollars, or this particular personality type, a gift of a thousand dollars, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even go spend fifty dollars on themselves. They gotta get groceries, and then I gotta go. Whatever, go get I'm the going kids. to buy me some new bras. Hey, listen, some listen, shoes. listen. You gotta treat yourself. <laughs> hey, listen. You, and that's why you're. That's why you're successful, though. I mean, because you put your you. The reason why you're successful, and I've seen you over the years. The reason why you're successful is because you do both good simultaneously. Because I you, believe in balance. Yeah, you believe in balance, and you always talked about believing in balance. And I, I didn't know. I'm just, you know, I'm full throttle. Yes. I'm full throttle. Oh, you bring, gosh. you bring Karan Bolden. I'm going full throttle in anything that I'm doing. I must, but, but, but. What this, sign are you again? I'm a Libra. And you supposed to believe in balance. That's why you be in balance. I be all and in balance. I know. I'm learning this. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were a Libra. <laughs> see, and I, I'm just proud of your growth. I see it. I see it. No, Finally, because so, you are a millennial still. Yeah, but yeah. You're an older M. Yeah, I'm like the first year of millennials or whatever. And so, like, the thing about it is, is that I used to feel like I had to turn. Hey, Karan Bolden, Mr. Motivation Speaker. Hey, how y'all? I, I used to do that all the time. If, like right now, over the whole weekend, I, I spoke to, I, I've done hours and hours of presentations. I'm, I'm about to get ready to speak at SLU today in front of a couple hundred people and then tomorrow the same thing. I'm reserving my energy, so I would have to turn this on. If I'm just cool and I'm chilling, I'm just going to be cool and chilling. And okay. I'm not going to allow anybody to pull me out of it. So you just see some growth in me, and I'm, I'm glad. This actually, this podcast today is actually freeing me because there would be times I always wanted to appear, like you said, as a man to be strong all the time. Right. That's just impossible. It is. It is. I mean, it's just you like proud of me. I am. I'm super proud Thank of him. I, I love it. I love it. Yay, <laughs> He gets a round Something of applause else. today Something and I would give else. you flowers. No, I'm serious. Cause I that's that's my thing. It's like when I when I come across people who are younger than me and I see them grinding and I see them working and they might look up to me for whatever reason. Um, and if I can give whatever bit of knowledge that I can share with you. And I think over the years, I've definitely given you whatever I had. Yeah, I, don't, do. I don't claim to have a lot, but whatever I have no, to give, I do. I do give. And when I see it, and I'll see you when, when I see you take missteps, I might not say, you like get mad at me. I remember you got mad. You was like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, nah, I got to let you make your own mistakes. <laughs> um, but when I see the growth, I, I love to be able to say it. Like, it, it makes me happy. It. I'm like, I see you. I yeah. see you. Yeah, because so, you, you tell me when I mess up, too. I try like, not to, though. No, I'm saying in person you do. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not going to be like, hey, man, take this off, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing, dog? Like, I ain't going to do all that. Yeah, no, you know, hurting pain, hurt pain and ego and mm -hmm. all that stuff, man, it's just not good for the soul. And so I'm, I'm reserving. My, I'm turning into an evolving. That's what I would say. I'm evolving into... Mm -hmm. A wise man, you know, take care of your business, handle your business. You don't got to always be loud. You don't have to always be out front. Go back to the place. So uh, I, I know where that happened for me at, though. Okay. So I don't know if there's anybody that's listening right now, but I was the person that always would support everybody else's vision from the back. I never wanted to be seen. Mm -hmm. So I was the producer in the back with my rap group and all that. I would, I didn't want to be in the front. I let them be in the front. Mm -hmm. What happened is over a period of time, I kept building up people's dreams and visions and they kept dropping the ball. And so I would have to start over. So if I'm helping somebody with their dream and their vision, I don't have any, and I didn't have any equity in the business. Yeah. Five years of me working hard, volunteering, traveling all across the country, helping these people out. And I don't get nothing at the end. And so what happened is, as a defense mechanism, I said, well, if they're going to leave me, well, I need to start investing in myself because I can't leave me. Right. And so now I'm, now I'm kind of like bullying myself through the, through, the, through the system. And I just found out that that's not really who I am. Like I tell mm -hmm. people, like, I'm really introverted. I'm really actually kind of shy. If somebody actually really, I know you own. Yeah, you're an extroverted introvert. Yeah. Like if you really, if you really know <laughs> who I way. am. <laughs> You would you would know that, and so uh, I had to evolve into something to be able to make sure that I never got like, you know, played again. But I just found out that there's a good balance of both. You can go out and step outside your comfort zone and be a good person and help the community and all that, and at the same time handle your business. Oh yeah, because they it's, they it's will take advantage of you if you're a community worker or you you know. People need to be paid for their time. Yeah. And they'll keep volunteering, got no budget. Oh, now all of a sudden I moved to like Phoenix, Arizona. It's crazy because when you when people have access to you, they don't appreciate you. But mm -hmm. then when you move yourself out the situation, people like 
all of a sudden come out of nowhere with budgets and stuff. Huh. It's like, y'all didn't have those budgets when I was right there and right across the table from, oh, we right. don't have anything. But then when you leave and it's just kind of funny. So a lot of those things kind of really played on my mind. But what I've, what I've learned is just handle your business up front. Quit clowning around. Mm -hmm. You don't got to be extra. Promote brand and market, but don't do the fun. Don't do the. Don't do the fake it till you make it. Yeah, just make it. Just make it. Don't fake it. Don't just, fake no, it. No, just make it. So somebody had a comment and said, you all may be speaking on a professional level, but when people invented the social media sites, it was literally to bring people together to share in their lives, not seeking validation. I'm speaking for myself and others like me who used this vessel. And I, I agree. It did start out as that, but people... Uh, can I answer this very quick? Yeah, go ahead. Look, let me tell you something. When when it, from, I'm coming from a business and I'm, I do marketing, I do business, and I, I, I'm in Arizona where they're doing tech all day long. Let me tell you something. Everything that they do is by design. Don't ever Whatever you first seen was just the freebie to get you. They already knew that they were going to make money off of this. Don't. By the time we got the Internet, we were like 10 years behind already. They know what they're going to do. Nobody rolls out a product without knowing the end result of that product. So mm -hmm. you have to make sure you understand that when you seen the, the, the first uh, uh, Apple computer, they were already thinking about the iPhone. You just didn't know it yet. So when people see my greatest year ever events, they see that, I'm already five years ahead. You don't know that yet. Right. And if I'm that, if I'm that and I'm not even, they got millions and billions. Think of somebody with a billion dollar company. They know where they're going to lead you to. And actually in marketing, there's this thing called the law of reciprocity means give you something for free so that you feel indebted to it. So mm. you got to do your research and understand that when somebody's letting you do something for free, they knew that they were going to have our images uh, forever and they would be able to sell this data and do ads. They already, how would they make money? Like every business has a business model. So it, yes, it was there originally in our head to be able to uh, connect, connect and all that, but they knew how they were going to monetize. Nobody people. starts a business without thinking about how you're going to monetize off of it. They already had the research and all that. And so I don't say that to, to diminish the thought. I just want to, I want people to understand how businesses are ran. Most of companies are about 20 to 30, 50 years ahead of themselves. They, they know exactly what they're doing. They knew what those likes were going to do. They did the market research and analysis. They, we hooked. And we, we don't have no control over it. They yeah. did the research on they it. They did it. So, they did you know, it. That's, what I would, that's what I would say about that. And so we have to really understand how businesses ran. And don't look at it from a surface point of view. When you see the iPhone, they already on iPhone 12 and 13. Like, believe that. Mm. And I'm glad you handled that. Okay, All well, right. I, you know. And thanks for your comments, Sonya. And thanks for always tuning in. We really appreciate you. So what's next for Karan Bolton? Um, duplication. Okay. I'm in legacy world now. I, I don't have to prove anything else. There's no, I, I am so secure with myself. I'm, you know, one day I almost traded it. I almost gave my car back the other day. Why? I don't, I don't, I want to be, I want to minimize like my, I don't, I want people to come to me for me. And I, and I don't, those things don't mean nothing to me no more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you, you, like, I literally was like, Stacey, I don't know where I'm at. It's a good, clean, clean place, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I got to do what people are doing online to validate me. Cars, all that stuff. Like, yeah, it feels good. Now, don't get it twisted. It uh, feels good, right? Yeah. But do you know you can have all that stuff and be depressed out your mind? And when you're depressed, that stuff don't mean nothing. Nothing. It means nothing. You driving in your car, feel... <laughs> Crying. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean people like, they, they gotta know that though, but people don't. Man, they don't that stuff get don't it. make you happy. Do you not know the more stuff you get, the more the more on the more deals you don't close? You think? The more you're gonna you you're gonna you're gonna invite the pe the, the real bosses. We look at that as clown stuff. You don't see Jay Z doing that no more, do you? No. He, he talked no about that. We don't put money up to our, listen, uh, our listen. ears. Listen, the more you do that, the more of a clown you are to the big homies, not right. to the not to the little homies. If that's your audience, right? Get in the car, get in the house. I'm taking trips, Dubai. That's fine. The big homies, we laughing at that. I, I I'm not. I'm not saying don't do that. Once again, I'm, I'm in a different vibe. So hopefully, if you catching this, you just catching a different Karan Bolton. I pro I will never probably be on this again. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, because if, I can't be on this all the time. But what right. I'm saying is, is I feel like I feel like now is the time for me to talk about it because people are walking around out here not knowing who they are. I know big, big bosses that are fronting and stunting online because I'm their life coach, and I know they're not doing too well, y'all. Like, let's stop. Like, they, they're not doing well. Hmm. People are not. I'm talking about 
ain't gonna go and I ain't gonna say no, something. No, and I know that because you we know? I talk about that all the time. It's like it's not even people just want to put out this. This is the devil. It is, it's, and it's you just like keep yo. Up once you post, and it's just like, man, this stuff don't make us, y'all. We good. You your talent, your the the fact that you were born is your value. The, take a breath. If you take a breath, that's value. You know somebody did not wake up today. Mm-hmm. And we, Young you know how I know people so messed up, up mm. in the head? We even do it with our degrees. Like, like oh, I just feel <laughs> like if you ever catch somebody, they'll be like, I feel like I ain't doing nothing with my life. And like, why do you feel like you're not doing nothing with your life? Like, why do you feel like that? Or they go get one degree and then they go back and uh, the bachelor's wasn't good enough. They go back and they get a master. Then, oh, I'm, 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 they're just bored. I go get my doctorate. You still... You're still, still unhappy? Then after you get the doctorate, then what you gonna do? They don't know. You know, most people that get their doctorate, when they introduce themselves, they ta- they don't even tell you they got their doctorate. No, they don't even call themselves doctors. No, they the real bosses, like the real ones, they don't be like, I'm doctor. So, like, that's all ego-driven. Like, it's all ego-driven. But the real big ones, they... So then you went to school to get your doctorate, and now you don't even tell people that you got your doctorate. You're trying to hide <laughs> it, because you know that... See, that's what I said, success. <laughs> people that's really in success, the more that you show, you you attracting people to you that that... That don't even like you for real. I always say grind in silence. I mean, I, I think it's not really necessary to to put on display everything that you have not going everything. on. I think that, um, and I I battle with that personally because obviously I want people to know that I'm still here after radio, that I'm I'm still moving in in the same space, but it's my space. And then I, I see the the disappointment. Of, Why aren't you on the radio anymore? Hmm. And I'm just so like, let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So how do you, as far as from a from from your point of view, because we we've we've talked and all that, mm-hmm. does that does that ever play like anything on you, or do you feel like, because there's two ways you could look at that. Mm-hmm. There's two ways you could look at that. You could look at it and say, um, um, things are happening to me, or you could say this was me being pushed into purpose. Which way do you kind of look at at that? Oh no, definitely pushed into purpose. You know, I'm always. My whole thing was always. I know that I'm ready for something else. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm ready. And I had to, and it, it, would, it would infuriate me when people would tell me, I think you should be doing this. I think you should be doing this. What you think I should be doing? I want to do what I want to do. And right. it's just like, I right. don't want what you perceive of me to affect what I think about myself. I've always been pushed back against that. Yeah. That's always angered me when people try to force their perception of me onto me. Got it. So it's just like, I, I, when people say that to me, I'm just like, no. Trust me when I say this is a good position for me to be in because mm. I'm much happier. Yeah. It's just like when I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, I'm happy in this space. Like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm in a good place. Like I, I where, can actually tell, though. Yeah, I was the stressed. Average, the, no, the average person is, uh, you know, when they're in transition, they are very afraid and they don't they don't know how to go to the next thing. And you sitting here doing a, an amazing podcast. I was watching it a few times and I was just like, man, I see the growth and development and like you having your your voice out there and you yeah. still you you got the relationships people still rocking with you it's like a good thing but most people don't know how to do that and so you know no, I, I think that and there's a fear because people once again that validation issue i mean people get validated because they're associated with certain brands or yeah. they're associated with certain things and it's just like it was always important once this this might be the devil but once this became a thing i embraced it because i knew that that was mm. a way for me to control my brand and to build on my name alone so what did you learn out of that if you had to go back and talk to your younger self being at the radio what would you have told your younger self don't be afraid to talk to people i think that i social i had a lot of social anxiety for a long time where i wouldn't put myself out there and I wouldn't uh, get the contacts that I knew I wanted, and I wouldn't talk to certain people. Wow, it was it was it. very it was very later in my career that I started to that I started to move like that. But maybe that was maybe that was maybe that was wise because I was older and more mature, and I felt like I had accomplished more. I felt like I was able to make rooms in certain rooms, make moves in certain rooms with certain people, and I started to speak up more. But I think when I was younger, I just always felt like, I don't have a place to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me sit my ass yeah, down over yeah. here. But I think when I when I did get a couple of titles behind me, had like, you know, over 10, 15 years in the game, it was just like I was able to move around a little bit more. But I think that when I was younger, I wish I would have, um, I wish I would have moved. I wish I would have moved. Really? And I do. I wish... 
I would have moved and worked somewhere else and come back. Because I, I still wanted to stay here. I never wanted to leave St. Louis. But I wish I would have moved and come back to work here. Because like you said, it's something about moving away. Oh, where yeah. People kind of, oh, they respect man. your hustle a little bit more. It's just like, no, I decided oh, to stay the here <laughs> um, for my own personal reasons, for my family, for my kids. Um, and I, like I tell people all the time, I have a really small close-knit family like I have no aunts no uncles and no first cousins on either side so it's just like it's just us yeah so um I always want to be close to my support system being a single mom and that was important for me but I think that my younger self I definitely would have told my younger self to move uh work somewhere else for a couple of years come back but I don't have any regrets though yeah yeah but that I just think that I should have spoken up and and definitely kept up with a lot of my contacts because I did a terrible job. I yeah. think sometimes like, damn, I forget what what did I do with that number? Oh, <laughs> it crashed in my last phone. Man, I can't I, get in touch with those people. Oh, I mean I hate and, when that and I hate that. But other than that, I mean I think that um one thing I have learned about myself, I ain't afraid to ask for nothing now. Yeah. Where I used to not want to ask people for things. But this this situation has put me in a position where I'm just like, I have no problem calling up people and playing that card like I'm Stacy Static. How you doing? Uh, good to see you. Good yep. to good yep. to talk to you. Hey, I was wondering if you'll be able to help me with blah 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 blah. I have no problem asking for help. I have no problem reaching out to people who said that they always want to help me and just let me know I can. I'm gonna now you you're today. talking about you proud of me and my growth. <laughs> I, who is this? Who is this person? Do you know who this person is? I don't think. But I, you know what? This changed. But that it wow. took me. But you know what? And I think that that was part of the growth that I was looking for. I was in a place that I was. I didn't feel like I was growing. I was like, there's nothing else for me to do in this space. And I kept saying that, and people were looking at me. But yeah, you could do blah blah. I was like, I won't do that. Don't tell me what I can do when that's that doesn't look like something I want to do. Yeah. So I had to come to terms with myself, like. That's not what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Okay, so what does that look like? I have been saying for the past four or five years, I want to work for myself. That's good. How does that look? What does that mean? Do you not know that you're inspiring? So you think, so you may be thinking that this is about content or bringing different people. Do you not know that there's somebody out there watching you right now? I I get it all the time, though. That is being very, very inspired by your act of courageousness I hope so. so it, I mean they have to be yeah they're always watching us they're, yeah. they're watching to see if you fail and they're also watching to see <laughs> if you win and the people that's watching to see if you fail they when they start seeing you win they start really understanding that why am I even thinking like that like I can do this too anybody that's watching to see you fail is only because pity it's a pity party like misery love company well right? yeah I don't I don't but that's another thing I don't look at anything as failure I look at everything as a lesson it's just like I don't because yeah. I don't fail yeah yeah period I just don't you fail. just learn I just learn just I learn. really I, I just redirect what I had going on I just don't see things as and somebody failure. asked me the other day they said Karan you make everything look all successful and all easy I said do you not know how many times I fail before I get the one win like I've missed a lot of shots right like a lot like literally a lot of shots but when I hit big you just forget it's like i lose 10 games in a row but if i hit a three-point jumper at the last minute it's a buzzer beat and it's like oh my god did you say what it you forgot the other <laughs> you forgot the other you thing. forgot all of them and that's what i'm telling people like don't worry about those losses just keep winning they'll forget about the losses you just keep on winning everybody will forget about anything that ever happened to you right your past everything just keep on winning keep learning and keep on growing and people respect that growth and I, I i definitely see a lot of growth in you like for real that's very inspiring to me even though he calls me anti-social i'm yeah, really you not are. You i'm mean. really not no, I'm i call not. you mean i don't call you anti-social i call I'm you not, i call you mean. mean i hate when people Distant. call me mean don't tell my listeners i'm mean no you ain't mean when we get to know you you cool <laughs> stacy one of the cool hey listen <laughs> listeners i am telling you right now she is one of the she has helped me more than almost Man, she gave me an opportunity to be on the radio oh, every single Wednesday. Like, put went to bat for me. Like, that helped me grow my my brand. Yeah, I just put you on. I didn't ask for permission. I you didn't. Yeah, you, you did that. say that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, this is how we gonna do it. Yeah, quietly. No, you, yeah, no, you were very yeah. strategic. I learned that. I learned a lot about strategy. Now, I don't like we was talking about, um, you know, Facebook and social media. I learned that everything that you see at the beginning is not what is what's real. It's it's all a strategy and thing. So now I'm more reserved now. Hmm. I'm a more strategic now. I don't. I don't have to be loud. I don't have to prove myself. I, there's nothing else to prove. I just want to. 
I want to build up other people. So that's what I've been doing, going back to the question you originally asked me. Is that Like, what's next? Yeah, no, I want to be able to, um, I don't think nobody can say that they're a great or a goat or any of those things unless they can create it in someone else. Like, you might have got lucky if you did it yourself one time. Right. But if you create it in others, that's legacy. And that's what real, real purpose is about. And so I'm going to that place. So I'm about to get ready to... Only reason that I came, I was quiet for a while. The only reason I came back up front is so I can use my platform mm -hmm. to be able to bring people up and let them stand on it. And I'm going back down. Like so that's what you I did really something mean. last month. Tell me about that event. Yeah, so I did the Greatest Year Ever. And the Greatest Year Ever event um, is a seminar that I did last year. And I did it this year again. And it's uh, basically a seminar for a reset. So, you know, um, my book, the premises of the book is you're talking about um, January 1. So everybody believes that January 1 is the one time of the year when you can restart, right? Right. And if you think about the concept of January 1 and New Year's and New Year's Eve, why is it that so many people get so much done in the month of January? It's because psychologically you believe that a day or a moment in time or somebody told you something, you believed in it, and through that belief you started operating as such. Right. But what I found in life is that all the big bosses, even, close, uh, even such as yourself, we understand that we can have January one anytime we want to. Absolutely. I don't have to wait till tomorrow. I don't have to wait till one time a year. I don't have to be in August. I'm like, well, when January come, I'm gonna cut everybody. <laughs> no, I'm cutting people off right now. I'm gonna I get that contract people. done right Why now. You gotta cut I'm gonna get that off. website done right now. I'm gonna go out and change my community right now. We don't have to wait to no particular day. You don't have to wait to oh when next Monday come around and get in the gym. No, you're not. You know why? Why? Because the last Monday came, you said you was going to the gym and you don't believe you. You know, you know what self-esteem is? I'm, I got to break this down real, real quick. It's Here a, we it's go. A, I'm, I'm getting juiced up. I got to go back to the, to the motivational me. Listen, the reason why most people don't get results in their life is because they've been lying to themselves. Every single time you say, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday and you don't do it, mm -hmm. you're hurting your self-esteem. You don't believe you. Right. You, and, it, and people talk about integrity all the time. Like, integrity is not just what you do forever. So, like, if somebody... You go to somebody offer you to come to a birthday party and you down and you go to the birthday party. That ain't just like loyalty and integrity. You don't you do that for other people because of guilt and just because of necessity. Like, oh, they came to my birthday party. Now I got to go. But what about you? Why do you always lie to you, though? Right. Like, why do you always lie to you? You say you're going to start the business. You're going to get the LLC. You say you're going to do the podcast. You say you're going to be a motivational speaker. You say you're going to go out and you're going to go start a nonprofit and you don't do it. Well, the next time you tell yourself that you're going to do something, the reason your body doesn't line up with that is because it's like, man, you lied to us last time. Whatever. Well, at least you got to start taking steps. Like, I just started setting my clock well, earlier. So this is the answer to that. Yeah. The answer to that is a lot of people ask how do they rebound out of life. I want you to start with something real small. Like, I'm going to, I'm every day I'm going to make my bed up. Something something that you know for a fact. Something that you are, I'm going to brush my teeth every day, which you should be doing anyway. But I'm going <laughs> to, say, no, you need to actually say something that makes you believe you. Like, when I get up the minute, don't do and big stuff. And set yourself stuff. up for don't do the success big stuff. and not failure. No, don't do the big, big stuff. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. No, just make one goal this week. When I get up, I'm going to make my bed every single day this week. And then you add something the next week and the next week. But what happens is it's not about you making the better. It's about you believing you. That's why when I say I'm going to do something, the reason that it happens is because I, I believe me. I actually really, like, honestly believe me. When I say I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, bring stuff back to the city, I'm going to empower people, I'm going to build up the next generation of leaders, I actually honestly believe that because I don't lie to me. You don't I lie do, to you. But I you used to. Not. Did you ever? Yeah. Mm, no, I can't. When it comes to like like real faith, though, like I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't dropped the ball on stuff that I said I was gonna do. It's just the stuff that I say I'm gonna do. Majority of it, I do it. Okay. So it's just I don't. When I say when I see a dream, I didn't seen what I've done. So that's why it's a momentum. So I'm not saying that I don't. You know, I haven't dropped the ball. What I'm saying is, is that majority of the stuff that I say I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it. All right. Speaking to Karan Bolden. Um I don't even know what else to call you now. You're just a talker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm just a, just a I'm speaker. a realist. You're a speaker, a coach, businessman, entrepreneur, realist, <laughs> um, St. Louis native, now residing in Phoenix. Do yeah. you like the weather out there? Is it too hot for you? Oh, boy. It, it, 
It's, it's a baking heat too. Oh uh, no, nah, you can cook an egg on the floor. Yeah, for sure. Now you crack an egg and you, and can you cook cooking it. as soon as you walk out there. Yeah, nah, it ain't even like humid. It's just hot. It's only it's only like two or three months out the year. It's only really two months out the year that it's like that. But other than that, the, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Really? Yeah, oh, I nah. bet I've heard amazing things about. No, nah, it's a, it's a really good uh, place, but it helped me change my mindset because I start I was so St. Louis, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 in I'm in Phoenix. I'm. I go out of the country somewhere. I, I go out. I go out. I go out somewhere and be thinking about white castles. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, yeah. You gotta. You know. I ain't got no that. white castles here. Like, nah, no. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got uh, in and out, don't they? Yeah, they got in and out. <laughs> like you gotta. But I'm so conditioned. I was so con- conditioned to the St. Louis mentality, and, and you know, when I first got there, I seen it was it was it was people opening up from other races and stuff like that, opening up the door for me, and I just wasn't used to that. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> we from St. Louis? You open the door for me? Uh, what you want? You don't even acknowledge I exist whoa. in St. Louis. Whoa. Yeah, it's, what it's you different want from when me? You, when no, you it took no, of it Louis. took me back. I, I I'm serious, like. I needed to experience that, and it, it helped me a whole lot. It, I, I'm thinking globally, and I see how people do things in other cities. I seen, I seen this one speaker. He had, um, he let people in the event for free, mm. and I seen him walk out with two hundred thousand, mm. selling books and merch. And yeah, like he didn't care about front end. Mm-hmm. See, that's what that's what it did for me. We always thinking about front end and ticket sales and all that. Like it's it's another game out here, and I and I had to go see that. And now when I seen that, I'm like changing. Changing my behavior. I'm thinking about long term, like strategic. Like this is chess. This is real chess. This is real, real chess. Now I know. I think that the people that's gonna do good in life is gonna have to know how to play both games. Yeah. Like no chess and checkers, because chess is all strategic. Is but it, chess is kind of a selfish game because it's only one king on the board. Right. When you're playing checkers, you want you're trying to get to the other side. You start off like on the same playing field. You're trying to get to the other side so that you can build other. The, the real strategy to checkers is building as many kings as you can so you could jump all over the board. And so right. I'm that's where I'm, I'm I was playing chess on certain things, but I'm also from a legacy point of view, I'm playing checkers. I want to build kings and leaders because my when I get down, I need other leaders to lift me up. So I have no problem with playing checkers and chess. But I love the checkers game because checkers is about building up other people and it keeps me grounded and it and it builds a legacy for my kids. And so I play both chess and checkers. Okay, I love it. See, you you dropping gems today. Yeah, a little song. Karan Bolden, <laughs> where can they find you on social media? Uh, you can go to Karan Bolden. That is K-O-R-A-N Bolden, B-O-L-D-E-N. Follow me. Send me a message. Today, I'm a realist today. I'm much more motivational <laughs> today. But I told Stacy, I said, Stacy, I just want to be normal and be me and let people see the other side. Well, you know, I, we saw all sides of Karan Bolden today, and I'm sure we'll continue to see the growth. Thank you. And I love it. So you make sure you uh, reach out to him if you need a speaker, if you need a coach. He's the man to go to. And, of course, thank you for watching today and for listening to the Static Podcast. Brought to you by the Hester Group. Thank you, Karan, for coming, too. No problem. And uh, you contact the Hester Group. They have a 12-year proven track record of success. They can handle you. If you've been involved in a serious car accident, don't play. You better call an attorney so you can get what you deserve today. 314-652-4321. Just remember that the choice of an attorney is an important one and should not be based solely upon advertisements until tomorrow i've got uh what's tomorrow wednesday i'll tell you what i got coming up (laughs) but thank you for tuning in today and i'll talk to you tomorrow bye